into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody. You are watching and listening to AfterBuzz TV's concert experience. Joining me today is Kat Dahlia. Hi, hi. Good to talk to you again. Yeah. It's so been this, a year. It's been a year, and this has been a crazy year for you. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, I dropped my album in January, so that was my first full-length album that I released. And then I just came off of a little mini tour on the West Coast, and that was really fun because I hadn't done anything like that in about a year or yeah. so. It was really fun, and we just got off of it right now. So last time we talked, um, mm -hmm. when you were on tour, you were telling me that you use Tinder a lot. I think we have a little <laughs> clip we're going to play <laughs> coming up. I just want to know if this is still something that you're doing. We got that clip? One, one sec, guys. Okay, it's coming. The clip is coming. <laughs> this, all your words are going to come back oh, to haunt you. Oh, sheesh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just twirl I'm your like... hair. Okay, here we go. <laughs> recognized yet on tinder no no thankfully thankfully not i mean i'm not like on it all the time okay. but anytime i'm like bored or what yeah i'll just i'll just like create so that's all it the again. time basically and then, um, <laughs> and then i'll just talk to random people and just like say really really dirty things like i ride dick for pizza and they're like <laughs> I'm going to put that in my profile. Yeah, you know, and then you get, like, I feel like that line, I ride dick for pizza, so many dates. Like, oh, my God. They are, like, they want to meet Lined you. Up, they want to know what you do for a living. Some of them so are, like, true. in love. They're, like, you're amazing. I'm, like. That's good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Seriously? Are you doing that good on tour? Times. Yeah. Uh, not anymore. I've retired. I've retired. You retired from Tinder. From my Tinder. Uh, I was, I, so funny. I was like, yeah, every time I'm, I was bored, I'd do it. It's like, but I was always bored. I was on the road, so I was definitely doing a lot more than I admitted. And um, it took a it took a second to kick the habit, but I'm clean now. I've been You're off of Tinder for the last 10 months, and I feel, I feel alive. I feel like myself again. Congratulations. Okay, I want to rewind a little bit, because we all know you. I, whenever I say gangster, I feel so white. But we all know you from gangster, but I want to talk about how you first got into music. When did you first consider yourself an artist? Uh, I guess when I... When did I consider myself an artist? Ar the word artist was always confusing for me, I think, because when I first heard it, I thought they meant, like, a painter. <laughs> I didn't know they meant, like, you know, I'm a musical yeah. artist. I was like, okay, so I guess that's what I am, too. But um, I started when I was about 20. I really got focused on creating a project. I had been writing since I was, like, a teen, but... When I was around 20 is when I really focused and honed in on creating a project that I called Shades of Grey. And mm -hmm. it was like nine songs. And it became like an EP that I put out and Gangsta was on it. And some other songs like Lose You and these other things. And um, I guess around then is when I kind of consider myself like an artist. Yeah. Is your family musical at all? My brother plays the guitar. Okay. 
And my grandfather used to sing in church, and that's about it. Everybody else is kind of like, uh, I'm the middle child, yeah. so that I have like three little sisters. They're still trying to figure out their life. And then my two older siblings, they're in like commodities and stuff. And then my brother is in jujitsu, and then I do music. So everybody's di- yeah. seven of us, so we all have our own minds. So when you told your family, like, <laughs> I'm going to do music, what'd they say? Oh, no, I couldn't tell them. Oh, I okay. Had to, like, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I couldn't tell. Definitely not my mom, because she was not about that life. So I basically lied and said I was in college. Oh, I really? I was going to Hunter College <laughs> in New York. When it's true, I did go for like a semester, but I withdrew like three months in. Oh, and so then you didn't even finish the semester. did not finish. <laughs> I did not finish. I was like, I was like, mm, no. And uh, so I was really in the studio the whole time. And uh, I think she kind of caught on, but thought I was still going to school. Yeah. And unfortunately, she kind of found that out in another interview, too. She was like, so... Oh, she didn't even... Uh, she didn't know until, like, you know, like, two years ago. She was like, so, you didn't finish. So I was like, yeah, I forgot to mention a lot more. I'm making money now, don't I'm worry. Like, yeah, like, it was like, oh, no. So, uh, yeah, it, it took a minute. And then, finally, once I put this project together and started to create a buzz, and I, you know, told my mom, and I got signed, and they were more than supportive. Okay. I mean, you know how it is with parents. Yeah. I was just worried... Overly Where's worried. the health insurance? <sighs> Not that I've ever had it. I mean, I've always worked in restaurants, so it's like you're you're like a gypsy. You never, uh, you don't really get health insurance. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, it's okay. But... This is actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So then you were in New York. You put out the EP, and mm-hmm. then what was the process like of getting signed? Uh, so after I put out the EP, I through this like you know album release party and like I put all my money into it I was just like dead broke but I didn't care I created like a little buzz in Jersey and New York and then I got back in the studio and a label rep uh, an A&R the head A&R for Sylvia Rohn at Vested in Culture under Epic came into the studio one day and her name is Amanda Berkowitz and we were just having a party in the studio and she walks in, she has like this big red hair and I'm just like in the corner vibing and I always make the joke that, you know, she was, we, they started playing some of the songs that I had been doing Yeah. and I see her like staring at me and I always make the joke like, I don't know if she was like trying to fight me or fuck me. So I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? And, uh, turns out she was not trying to do either. And um, so I ended up meeting Sylvia Rohn the next day and ended up getting signed to Epic right after that. And what was the process like? Because I know once you're signed to a major label, then they want to bring in other writers and have other people yeah. sh- sort of shape your sound and you've done yeah. it all on your own. What mm-hmm. was that like? Uh, it was interesting. I definitely learned a lot. I got to travel and I got to meet a bunch of writers. And I mean, you meet these amazing hit makers or whatever, and you just learn. You just learn so much just sitting in a room with them. And some of them challenge yeah. you. Some of them are really fun and interesting. Some of them are a little more timid. And I mean, it's just, it's different. I've learned a lot over the years just getting in with different writers and seeing everybody's process. So then in the process of this, you lost your voice? Yeah. Tell me about did. that. <laughs> wah, wah. Agony. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I lost it. I lost my voice. I, uh, it's definitely, I mean, we've heard the story before. So many people have lost their voice and, you know, done the surgery. And I was, going to the doctors they were telling me to do the surgery and for whatever reason something in me was like you know what i'm gonna hold off okay and so i started getting vocal therapy 
And um, I just got really disciplined, and I just, like, cut everything out. Everything that was negative in my life, I just cut everything out. I changed my number. I just, like, cut everybody off. I feel really bad about it. A lot of friends <laughs> are really upset, and I'm sorry. This but is I your apology, like too. I I had to do it because it's so easy to – well, I knew I was going to get so many phone calls of everybody, like – Oh my God, what's happening? What's going yeah. on? And, and I knew I was going to get so much of that. And then on top of that, I was going to get people like, yo, let's, let's go out. Let's do this, blah, blah. And I'm so susceptible to just being like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I need to just like hibernate. And so I went to Miami and I just like did nothing and I didn't talk for like, I think I went on vocal rest for 10 days oh, straight. Wow. So no talking, but I got to say, people are nicer to you. When you they can't think, talk? They think you're a mute. So, like, <laughs> they give me, like, the wrong change. They'll give me, like, more change. They'll be like, it's okay. You can keep <laughs> you it. You keep this. Or, like, the cab driver will, like, take the fastest route. He'll be like, oh, poor thing. She can't talk. Do you, like, have a and, board that you write things on? Um, Sometimes. When I was, like, with a friend, yeah. and she was, like, dumping all her problems on me. And I was like, mm, I was like, oh, I need to give you advice. And so I would, like, write on a pad. But other than that, I mean, communication is 90% body language anyway, yeah. so it kind of worked. But it was it was rough. And I was, I've got to say, I was like 95% good. Like, I didn't talk unless I would accidentally be like, hi. And I'm like, oh, Damn I'm it. not really supposed to do that. So you never had to have any surgery then? <clears throat> no. Oh, that's cool. I know. So I got it back eventually. But it took, it definitely took some time. Yeah. And a lot of discipline and a lot of just getting clean and... Yeah, it was rough. That sounds rough. So yeah. then you finally got your album out. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Because I know you work on your first album your whole life, I feel like. I know. I feel like my whole like musical life, I've been working on this album. And it was a relief. It was just a relief to just get it out already and just give it to the fans. I feel like it was overdue. And I'm just glad that it got out. And the fans, you know, every everybody, I got so much good feedback yeah. from it, so I was happy. I mean, it wasn't like this huge, big, ginormous success, but I was like, oh, I wasn't even trying to, I was just trying to put it yeah. out. That was like... Your fans, I went to your show in LA last year, and I was like shocked at how engaged, like the whole show, nobody is on their phone, everybody's paying attention, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> and it's yeah, in LA. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't think about it. Yeah, I mean, this even this year around, like, L.A. was awesome. We were at the Roxy. Santa Ana was sold out. Um, and, yeah, my fans are just the best. I don't know. It's just the shows are so fun because they're so personal. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's I almost feel like I'm just hanging out with the crowd. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. And I just talk shit with them. And we I sing songs. And we just have a good time. And, and so I just connect with, with a lot of my fans on that level. That's cool. You know? Yeah. So you just took another hiatus, right? Yeah. To work on new music? <laughs> to... Stop taking breaks, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I took a... I did. I took like a, a minute to just... I think after the album came out, I needed to just live. I feel like sometimes, you know, I wasn't going to go into the studio and like force myself to yeah. like get creative because it just wasn't... It wasn't in me. So the songs would come out shitty. So why am I going to do that? So I just needed some time to kind of honestly just live live life get my bearings together in LA because I just moved out here get my apartment looking popping and go to the flea market every Sunday that's your thing now that is my she. <laughs> I love uh, what is it the Pasadena flea oh, okay. market are you like a good barter no, I, was, I was in the beginning and now I'm just like I'm just lazy I guess <laughs> so I'm just like how much is it and they're like it's 250 and I'm like 
ah, fucking like, <laughs> walk away. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll literally just be like, ah, fuck, I'll walk away. And then, yes, I will come back and be like, all right, fine, you didn't stop me. And that's, like, as far as I go. That's I'll it. walk away, I'll be like, ah, oh, never mind. And then, like, they don't scream at me, so I come back, I'm like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, putting my apartment together, just living and just just taking some time. And honestly, and traveling, I went to Europe, went to Paris, okay. I went to Copenhagen. And honestly, I think that's where I ended up getting most of my inspiration back. That's when cool. I traveled, I think it was just taking out the monotony and this and this routine that I had created for myself, and just going to another country and just like it, just like it was so refreshing to see other ways that people live and just going out for vacation, no stress, no pressure, no like actual plan, just yeah. going out there, and it inspired me so much to just keep just make music and just do it right now yeah because is it hard I know your first album was kind of based on a breakup yeah so if you don't have something like that dramatic happen yeah. to come up with material exactly it's really annoying <laughs> you need, we need somebody to break her heart <laughs> serious I mean it's like really sad um I know it's fucking hard it's like if if I'm having the worst day it's it's awesome musically but then it's like really shitty for me yeah. emotional uh, I don't know. It, it's hard. I think that I've gotten better at kind of. It's not to say that I'll make songs that are that are fun or I can't do it. I do, and it actually, it it's easier when I'm writing with yeah. somebody. So if I'm writing with my girlfriend like Mel, and her and I are just writing, we will just have so much fun and we'll just like chill and write a song and have fun. But when it comes to me and solitude and really writing and honing down on something, it I I need. I, I get very emotional and okay. I get really deep with it so is the next album going to be a little bit lighter you think <clears throat> key drop <laughs> <laughs> sorry um uh is it going to be lighter uh, I'm not sure okay I don't think so do you have a direction sort of or is it too early to I'm still shaping this sculpture it's almost like this block of cement and I'm like chipping away at it little by little and trying to figure out what exactly it is. But I kind of have a direction. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's what you're going to get from me musically is always going to be pretty like organic. It's yeah. going to be emotional. It's going to be raw. And it's going to be about the stories. That's cool. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm still shaping it, but I'm actually really excited. I feel like when I went out to Europe and I just took some time off. I almost got like this pump of like adrenaline. I feel like I have like all these melodies. And I'm like, I need to go on the stage. coming out. Do you have like a five, ten year plan for your career, or you just kind of take it as it goes? I have like a, I have like a three month plan. Okay, what's the three month plan right now? Um, February, I'm gonna have an East Coast run. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna be hitting up New York, Philly, Virginia, DC. Uh, middle of February and uh, I have a show in Miami in January I have Christmas coming up in a couple days me too New Year's <laughs> in New Orleans with the girls um, oh that's fun yeah that is actually going to be really fun uh, and that is my three month plan okay yeah that's what I'm working so on so any right idea now. when we can get new music we got a lot of Twitter questions about that I'm definitely in January already starting up some new stuff okay I'm going to after this break I'm coming back and I'm just getting in the studio and I'm 
planning on putting out an EP, whether it's five songs or six songs, just putting something out. Yeah. Uh, probably a mixture of like just dope organic covers mixed with just like stuff that I've done that's fun. Um, and then working on my LP throughout the year and having that out by 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. What else? Is it? What other questions? Are there? Okay. Well, now I'm going to play a little game with you. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? You love These, games. I know. I'm just going to ask you the last time you did things, okay. and you just got to say the first thing that pops in your head. Okay. Oh, okay. This should be interesting. Uh, last thing that you texted somebody. Uh, where are you? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Last thing you do before you go to bed at night. Uh, watched last night. I watched The Affair. Oh, is it good? The season finale. Okay, I've never seen it. It is the slowest, <laughs> the slowest show. So like, you're not going to get your song placed on that show now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's but actually, it did turn around. I gotta okay. say. So like, the last four episodes, I was like. Finally, like something's happening. So yeah, I finally watched the season finale last night before I went to bed. Last time you lied. Uh, last time I lied, probably about showering. When was the last time okay. you showered? I did shower this morning. Okay, your hair looks clean. That's a lie. No, just Wait, uh, <laughs> I don't know who to believe. The last song you downloaded. <clears throat> uh, last song I was listening to in the car was uh, Buena Vista Social Club, Chung Chung. Okay, big uh, fan. Spotify, big fan. Love them. Last crazy thing you did when you were drunk? Last night. What did I do? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I actually didn't do anything crazy last night. Uh, hmm, What did I do? Last time I was drunk. Oh, wait. (laughs) What did I do? I, uh... I don't know. I can't even. It's too weird. It's the. It's long not internet story. appropriate. <laughs> it's just a long story. Next. Awesome. That's it. That's all we have. Oh, that's that it? was quick. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm sorry. Sorry, my answers aren't very interesting. It's all right. No, I liked I it. I liked all of it. So, new music in the new year. New music in the new year. I have the tour coming up in February, um, and yeah, putting out an EP. Just getting some music out already, and just feel like I have so much in me. I just. I decided 2016 would be grind year, so I'm going to be grinding. I like that. A little bump in, a little grind in. A little grind. Okay, go ahead. A lot of grind. Okay, good. Go ahead and plug all your socials, your website. Um, So you can definitely follow me at Kat Dahlia, K-A-T-D-A-H-L-I-A on Instagram, katdahlia.com for all the upcoming events that I have going on. Facebook definitely keeps everybody updated. And uh, Twitter, same thing, Kat Dahlia. Everything is just my name. Swipe right on Tinder. D-A-H-L-I-A. I ride dicks for people. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if you guys want more from AfterBuzz TV, you can follow us at AfterBuzz TV, and we will see you back in here next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.